Hello. This is a very different episode of the podcast. There are no guests for this series. There's just going to be me. And I'm going to be talking about A Gentler Pace, how it came about. And I'm going to be using it as a way to articulate my thoughts on what living at a gentler pace is all about. But in case you're not aware, let me just give you a bit of the backstory. So I'm sitting here, it's a Monday afternoon, it's starting to go a bit dark and I'm looking out of the window onto the Derbyshire countryside. A year ago, it was September 2019, Chris and I came to Derbyshire for a short break and we stayed at one of our favourite places which is called Biggin Hall Hotel. And we love it there. It's always really relaxing. The food is amazing. The place itself is great. You could actually go there for three days and just stay in the hotel, eat nice food, wander around the grounds and the village, and you wouldn't really have to go that far just to have a really chilled out few days. But we were there and as I have done for probably the last 12 years, every time I've come to Derbyshire, I've said, oh, I really wish I could live here. And Chris said, well, what's stopping us? Why don't we? So that was what started the whole process. And exactly a year after our first viewing, we sold, we completed on the sale of our house And we travelled two hours down the road to Derbyshire to our first holiday let. Our house that we've bought won't be ready till mid-January. And I find it quite amazing looking back and seeing the path that I've gone down from weekend visits when I came maybe on a Saturday or Sunday, went to Buxton and had a wander around later going to places like Tideswell and Eam. Um, And then after I came to visit a friend who was staying in Wormhill, and I just loved that little hamlet. It's really just a single road that goes through. There are farm buildings on either side and some residential properties. But there's really, there's nothing there. Um, There are no shops, there's no pub. Um, There's a village hall but it was just so quiet and peaceful. And everywhere you looked, it was just green fields. And there was something about it. The barn that my friend was staying in was just so cosy and country. And there were hens in the field next door and they came onto the drive and they just wandered about. And I just loved everything about it. So a year later, I booked and stayed in that same barn and I explored Worm Hill and not very much there. There's a church, there's a churchyard, there's um, the well where they do the well dressings each year. And round the corner from the barn was um, a track that I used to walk down every day and there was a field of young cows And I just started going every day, a couple of times a day. And by the end of the week, the cows would look out for me. And when they saw me, they'd just come over and line up at the fence. And I just thought that was the greatest thing of all. And 
I didn't want to go home. Um, I really just wanted to stay. But of course, I had a day job and um, a house and bills to pay and a mortgage and all those sorts of things. So it was kind of a dream that maybe I could do um, when I retired, when I finished working. But it was something that I envisaged doing sometime later. But I think circumstances came together um, and there was absolutely no reason why we couldn't come here. So in the April-May of 2019, I'd decided to resign from my job. Um, I'd been doing that job about four and a half years. I was a business advisor and a mentor. And while I enjoyed my job, it just wasn't fulfilling me enough and it wasn't how I wanted to spend the rest of my working life. I felt that there were other things that I could be doing. Um, So I finished there and set up my website, which initially I called Seed to Source. And it was very much about helping people find their potential um, and connecting with this genius or uh, daemon, as I think um, Elizabeth Gilbert might call it. But it's this bit of you that is um, just your genius and that bit that only you can do and the bit that when you do it, it really fulfills you. So I started doing that um, and then at some point it evolved and I went back and looked at some of my blog posts that I'd written in the early days and I'd written that when I was leaving my day job I wanted to leave because I wanted to embrace or live at a gentler pace of life and I'd kind of forgotten that. Um, I got wrapped up in trying to create an online business, trying to find clients and doing a bit of the same things that I'd done when I was working, really, the whole hustle and crushing it. But that wasn't why I'd given up my day job. It was to live a life that was more connected to the seasons, that was more connected to the land where I could spend time outside. Um, I could spend time just walking down muddy tracks and photographing trees and looking into hedgerows and seeing all the incredible detail of the changes in the seasons and the wildlife. It was all that sort of stuff that I really wanted to do. Um, But I'd kind of just, I'd just gone off on the wrong track. So I made a bit of a shift. I changed the name of the website to a gentler pace and then around the same time we were um, starting to sell the house then we had the pandemic Um, but being at home and being able to go through the process of selling the house was so much easier without having to go out every day to do a day job so whilst I was doing that I was recording podcasts and interviewing people I was writing some blog posts. I was getting more regular with my newsletter. So I was busy, but not doing all the things that I really wanted to do. And I think the missing link was actually being in Derbyshire. 
So we've been here now five weeks and we've never looked back. I haven't for one minute thought about the house or missed the house or missed our life in Lancashire. Well, obviously, we're looking forward to when the house is finished and we can move in and really get on with our lives here. But we've spent a lot of time just integrating with the community. Um, we go to the farm shop in the village regularly. We we love it there and I think they love us as well. Um, and just getting to know different people and the area. And it's been a really good time. It's almost been a bit of um, like joining the two things together. Um, so not going straight into the house, but being in Derbyshire and just doing this gradual integration. Um, but yeah, I just feel so much like I belong here. And it feels now that I can really crack on with the whole idea of a gentler pace because I am really living it and I really will be living it. So I started thinking about what does it mean to live at a gentler pace? So these podcasts are going to be very much about that. I've come up with this idea of 12 pillars. So There are three sections which are mind, body, spirit, because I just thought the whole idea of living at a gentle pace is about looking at all of those three areas and making sure that you have some balance. So as a subcategory um, of each of those, there are four different areas. So mind has four subcategories and body has four subcategories. Um, so each week I'm just going to talk about one of those subcategories. So today it's input. And I think input is really important. Um, I think it's so easy to have your own thoughts drowned out by everything that's going on in the world around you, social media in particular, people telling you, work this way, live this way, do this this way. And I find that really um, quite challenging because I'm a bit of a rebel and I don't really like being told what to do. Um, I want to find my own way. I want to do something that really fits and works with me. So I think it's about not not listening too much to the outside world. Um, I don't watch the news. I haven't watched the news for as long as I can remember. Um, I don't really watch much television. We watch Netflix. Uh, we tend to watch films, documentaries, a few series like uh, The Big Bang Theory, And when we were staying, I'm not sure which rental it was, we're in the third one now, but one of the other rentals, um, or it might have been the second one, the Wi-Fi wasn't working very well. So we ended up flicking through the television and sometimes we'd find something that we wanted to watch and then there'd be commercial breaks. And it's so long since I've actually watched adverts. It was really quite strange and I thought wow I can I can remember now why I don't watch television anymore and I don't watch the adverts and um 
you don't really feel that you're outside of things because you're kind of occupying a different world altogether. It's a world almost of your own making with the the you kind of create this culture where the inputs are, are yours and you're building this little world around you and you do hear about what's going on in the world obviously you you know about the pandemic and you know about the different tiers and the lockdown but it's coming from a different source and it's more that you're choosing to access that information rather than it being forced on you and I think it it makes a big difference it's made a massive difference to me and you get your news sort of well not second hand but um a step away from the whole here's the news and let's watch it and um it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes so yeah that's one thing that i really do recommend just just ignore it just turn it off um i don't really read the newspapers every now and again i might just have a look at something but i'm really more interested in articles or perhaps a piece about um a particular person i still read a lot of blogs um there are newsletters that i get that i find really helpful but i have phases as well where i will go through my inbox and i will just look at everything that's come in and go well actually yeah this newsletter used to be really great and i used to read it but i just haven't got the time to read it anymore or it doesn't really um fulfill a need anymore so i'll have a big unsubscribe uh session and just have a purge of things that I just don't need any more. Um, and that's not to say that the newsletters aren't great, but sometimes I think like everything, things have their season and sometimes it's really helpful and other times it's just not what you need at that point. So I unsubscribe. Um, I read quite a lot and that's given me a lot of pleasure. When I was little, I read all the time and, um, it was really unusual for me not to have a book in my hand. Um, I would read at breakfast. I'd read when I was brushing my teeth. I'd read in the car. Um, it was just what I absolutely loved to do. And as I got older and got busy with work and jobs, I found it more and more difficult to actually sit and focus on a book and just, say, spend a Sunday afternoon reading I just hadn't got that concentration anymore, but that's been coming back. And I attribute that to living at a gentler pace and just slowing down a little bit, not having all the hustle and really prioritising the things that are important and pairing back the things that aren't. And I found probably, I think... It was a little bit before we came to Derbyshire. I think once we'd sold the house and um, we knew that was all going through so we didn't have to worry about um, cleaning the house and getting it ready for the move um, or viewings or anything. Um, my headspace started to 
uh, free up and I could be more creative. I'm just slowing down here because I was just watching um, a guy taking a caravan away. They've, the farm, they've just sold a caravan. Um, so I didn't know if the car was in the way. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Oh no, I know what I was saying. Um, yeah, so I've got more headspace and I think... I always used to think that I could be a multitasker and I could juggle so many things and do all these things and be really busy. And I was proud of myself that I could do that. And I could be the busiest person in the office. And if you wanted something done, come and ask me because I'd get it done, even if it was at at the cost of going home early or having a social life or something like that, you know, I would I would just always get the job done. But I had no space left in my head for me. And I've really found that since I've I've paired back, I've got that headspace back and I've been able to read. So I've been downloading stuff on my Kindle and I love my Kindle. Um, Yeah, I know Amazon is not always that popular, but I think the Kindle is such a great um, bit of technology. Um, I've got, gosh, I don't know how many books on my Kindle. I've got full books and I've got samples of books for things that... um, I've seen that I thought, oh, that looks interesting. And I've been reading a lot of memoirs and biographies. And I think having those inputs, um, reading about other people's lives, I find that really helpful and often really inspirational as well. So I've just been really looking at all the different things that I'm taking in um, and it's mostly sort of, I suppose it's mostly words. Um, and it's going quite dark here. Um, and I'm just, I'm just looking at my notes. But I suppose it is, it is words. And we talk about being the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. But I think you're also the sum total of all your inputs as well. So... Input is one of the elements. Um, let me just scroll through here because I've got some other things written down. Um, because it's also about decluttering. It's about minimising. It's about simplifying. Um, it's about not having so much on your plate. And I think decluttering is a really big one. Um, I think when you let go of things, again, you're freeing up some physical space, but you're also freeing up some mental space to help you be more creative. Um, So simplifying, minimalism, decluttering, those are all things that I found really helpful. I had a massive declutter before we left and... um, because my mum had died and my dad and I sold both our houses and bought one together, I had all their furniture, um, 
everything in the house. Um, and then my dad died. And, you know, it's you don't want to get rid of everything. And it was a process. So my dad died in 2016. And it took me four, four and a half years to kind of go through everything and gradually pair things back. And when we decided to move, that was kind of the line that needed to be drawn. And I had to make some really big decisions on what I was going to do. And in the end, I sold a lot of stuff, um, took a lot to the charity shop, but really decided, do I want this? Do I need this? Um, And part of my philosophy was, I'm an only one. And you know, Chris, Chris didn't know my mum, he knew my dad, but a lot of the things that I had, they don't have any memories for Chris, they don't have any particular meaning beyond I'd, I had them, um, and I thought, well, how, what, what do I want to do, what would be my choice, so I decided that I was just going to choose what I wanted to do with them, and it worked out really well, there were lots of things that, um, I sold on Facebook um, some of the things that I had as a, as a little girl, um, some of my uh, toys. Like I still had some Pippa dolls. Um, I had a farm set and I had a garden set. And the people who came to pick these up were actually people who really wanted them Um the guy who had my garden set, he had the same garden set, but he was missing bits and he was overjoyed that he could complete his garden. So a lot of things went to the right people. But yeah, I paired back so much that when the guys came, the removal guys came and they saw the size of the house, um, they thought that they were going to be in for a really busy day. But when I showed them the rooms and some of them were almost empty, they couldn't believe it. So, yeah, we really, really paired back massively. And it feels good. And I think it was it was the end of a chapter um, and we're starting a new chapter. And it was really what I needed to do at that point. So, yes, um I think all these things that we own, they have some form of input on us um, because we have to look after them, we have to repair them, we have to clean them, we have to have them in our physical space. And I think it's just worth thinking about how much how much of an impact they have on us. So um, it's it's gone very dark here. <laughs> Um, I'm just struggling to see. So I think that was that was mostly um, what I wanted to say for this episode. Um, just talking about the first element and maybe, you know, just asking you to think about what inputs you have and are those inputs positive or do you sometimes find them overwhelming? Would you change anything? Um and I think of everything that I've learned over the past year and having this dream of mine come true, you can really do anything that you want, but sometimes 
sometimes circumstances are our blocks, but sometimes we ourselves are the blocks. And, you know, sitting here now looking out on the field opposite and the trees and, you know, I can still see them. It's going dark outside, but this is the life that I've always wanted. I'm not a sort of dressy up person. I don't own a dress. I don't own a skirt. I'd so much rather be putting my outdoor boots on and going walking and taking my camera. And it just feels like the right place for me. And sometimes I think we just have to put ourselves in the right place and really think about what's what is it that we want from life so a gentler pace is is partly about giving us the time to really think about these things but also creating the space so that we can fully enjoy the life that we want and I'm not saying that you have to move to the country to live at a gentler pace I do think that you can live in Manchester or in a city. You can have a, a Monday to Friday, nine to five day job. But I think it's sometimes just looking at what occupies our heads and how we can really make that work for us and perhaps become more aware of the seasons and the things that we miss when we're not living at a, a slower pace and it's all hustle and crushing it so um next week um well in the next episode um i'm going to be talking about work and that's not necessarily what you think it is but um that's the the next subcategory that i'll be talking about i think what i'm going to do is record twice a week and it's going to be very ad hoc off the cuff I've got a few notes um it's not going to be anything fancy I haven't got a microphone here I'm just recording this into my phone um and it's yeah it's just going to be me sitting here maybe looking out of the window um onto the field I might even walk around the fields and record it um but it's just going to be my day-to-day here now. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. And I hope today's episode has been of some interest and I shall be back um, in a couple of days. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.